0: Motivation doesn't last forever, and therefore when building habits that will improve our lives, it's inevitable that they will get stale, boring, and often cause us to go back to the older, poorer habits, lowering our own quality of life. So today, we're going to talk about how you can combat this, and continue to move forward in your life, even after you've done habits for a prolonged period of time. Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take toward your life, business, health and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Power of Positivity Podcast. My name is Andy and I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and listen to this episode on any platform that you choose and that you like. Just before we get started, if you would like to join the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week you're actually happy to get, then click the link in the description. I'd love for you to be a part of that and I know you would love to be a part of it. (laughs) So today we're talking about what to do when habits get boring because it's something that I don't think Many people talk about that much when you're on the journey to building a better life, building better habits for yourself. All habits get boring, all habits plateau, you all, all, all get stale. No matter what type of person you are, there will eventually come a time where you just don't feel like doing something anymore, whether that be reading, whether that be working out, whether that be eating good. These things actually take sort of conscious awareness of doing because it's just as easy to go and pick up a bag of chocolate as it is to go and get broccoli. You know they're both very similar things but the thing is obviously chocolate probably tastes better for a lot of people so that's the one that people will go to if they have the choice of both and this is why it takes some form of conscious effort to say you know I'm eating better, I'm eating healthy or I'm going to work out instead of just sitting on your arse doing nothing all day. And this can be the really challenging part because For everyone, it's going to be different. There's going to be people who have different sort of criteria that it has to meet before a habit comes stale, or they may have been in a cycle for so long with a bad habit that when they try to go into the new one, they're easily, easily going to give up on it because they put too much pressure on themselves or they don't give themselves enough time or understanding of the habits in general to actually improve them. And this is what this Power of Positivity podcast is about, this is what the YouTube channel is about, it's all about helping you become better with yourself and what I'm trying to help people do is understand more about their own habits, their own life because you can take a lot more control than you think, it's just not actually knowing how to take control of it. This creates the the cycle that's so hard to break out of because if you start a new habit, that's meant to be better for you know working out and then a week in you've already got tired of what you were doing you then go back to doing nothing and the sort of doing nothing period doesn't really wear off for about a month or so and what i've found every time that i stopped doing habits especially when i was younger was that i'd do a new habit i would try it for a week and then i'd fail and then i'd go back to what i was doing before which was probably something like playing games for 6 hours a day and It would take me about a month to then get bored of playing the games for that long and then say to myself, right, Andy, you've got to change your life here, you've got to do something, there's some sort of shift that you have to make and that's when you'd work out again, you'd do it for a couple of weeks and you'd go back into the same cycle. The problem that happens there is that most of us are actually in that cycle and it's really hard to escape and it's not as easy as people sort of claim it as to be, you know, just get better habits and you'll become successful. That's it it so, doesn't fucking work like that. It's not how it works. It takes a lot of time and actual dedication to do so. And breaking this down and understanding why habits get boring and then how to actually combat that for those of you who are actually building the good habits right now and seeing that. If you've not built any good habits just yet, I would recommend going and checking some of the other episodes, listen to those, and then come back to this as you're sort of working on the habit because this will allow you to understand. Okay, now it's getting stale. This is what I can do to shift it up a little bit. Now, there's two things I'm going to talk about when it comes to making habits less boring, the ones that are improving your life, making them less boring once they get stale. And there's two ways I usually do that, the simple methods and the more sort of advanced methods for those of you who don't think the simple methods will work. Now, some of the things that I've done as things like changing location, the time of the day that I actually do the habit, the duration of actually doing the habit as well. Those are the really simple things you can do. For example, in the past, I would go and work out at night, whereas I chose to shift that and started working out at half seven in the morning instead. So that shift made me not only need to get up for something in the morning, but also allowed my brain to think, oh, this is a change in the system, this is something new. Let's see what this is like. Now, granted, this isn't going to work for everyone. Some people won't be able to wake up that late and then they have to go to work and all that sort of stuff. But changing the time that you often do these things can really, really help. And also changing location. I know I've talked about in the past that your environment plays a really, really big role in the habits you're doing and getting your brain comfortable with this is where we do X habit is important. Once we get to a point where it becomes kind of stale and we don't really want to do it anymore, a change of location can be really, really good because your brain understands that there's a habit that's meant to be done, but that does not mean you have to sit in the same position anymore or you have to be in the same position anymore because your brain's already connected those pathways to say, okay, we're doing this habit, this habit has improved our life let's change it up a little bit. Let's see what we can do with this new method that we're trying. And that could be as simple as changing the location that you're doing it. If you go a run and you turn left as soon as you go outside your house, turn right this time. Run somewhere different. If you are someone who does your meditation on your bed, go downstairs, do it on the couch. There's things that can just bring a different sort of feel and environment to what you do. And you don't often realise it, but everything plays a part. You know, the things that you hear, the things you smell, the things that are around you, they all play a part in it. So something new triggers a little bit of curiosity in your brain and it's sort of thinking, okay, we're we're in a little bit of a different place. Let's just try this out and give it a go. Now, granted, this doesn't work forever and you might have to change location again. You may have to do some of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit later on, but it can be a good way to just change up things for a little while before going back to your old space to be in your more maybe comfortable area of doing the habit. Now let's talk about the time of day one. This can be one of the most beneficial but simple ways of making the habit more exciting again. Because when you are changing your time of day. Your body works differently at different times. Some of you will wake up in the morning and be buzzing right away. Other people will be night owls where at 3am they just are laser focused and they know exactly what they need to do and they get all their work done. Everyone is different and this can be where you can play your habits to your advantage. Maybe you started a morning routine because you read The Miracle Morning or maybe you watched one of my videos and you saw you wanted to copy it and that might not work for you. That may not be your exact time, so you copied the time and everything that you were wanting to do down to the T, and you've been doing it, but you feel like you're a little bit exhausted, you, you're you a little bit down on it, you don't feel that much progression anymore. Maybe that is not your optimal time to do that. Maybe for meditation, it's not until later on at night when everything is sort of past during the day that it works better for you. Maybe it's at the very, very start of the day before everything else, before things actually start piling up for the day. You have to try new things and changing your time of day can be a really, really good way of doing that because you're allowing yourself to actually transform yourself in your own mind to say okay what's what's a little bit different what works for me how can I personally benefit from doing this habit the most and when you change that you allow yourself to try and test new variables in the habit that you're already doing you're changing nothing other than the time of day that you're doing it which actually can create a new sort of outlook and a new spark when you're trying to maintain these habits over the long run because you know how important they've been for you of course these things might not work for everyone And you might have already tried some of these, you might have already been someone who has changed the time of day and you've found your optimal time, or you've upped your time of doing it, you know, you've made it 15 minutes instead of 10. Sometimes you have to go a little bit further out there. And for me, one of the things you can do is completely change the way the habit's done, but still maintain the habit. So one of the things you could do if you went out a morning walk each morning, instead you book a tennis court, you and one of your friends go and play tennis for an hour you're still working out, you're just doing something different, you're working different parts of your body and you're making the habit of working out more exciting, more adrenaline filled and a little bit of competition in there as well, who doesn't love a little bit of that? This is the more sort of advanced way of maintaining and keeping habits exciting and fun and I know that for some things it can't really work the same way, you know, reading, you can't really change the way reading is, but you could try a new book, you could try reading in a different way, you could read out loud, you could go and read to someone what you're actually reading, there's a lot of ways you can actually do this. And I know I've just said right there that reading is probably a little bit harder, but it's not. That's just an excuse at the end of the day. You can change everything to make them more exciting if you really think about it. There's so many things that you can do. Go to a class that does meditation and meditate with other people. That is a lot different to you just meditating in yourself and maybe you can get some tips on how to become better. There's always ways that you can do that. And especially now with everything online or most things online, probably staying online for a long time, I can guarantee you, you'll find classes that are free weekly where you can talk to people on Zoom, you can do the meditation, you can listen to someone reading, you can read yourself. You know, there's a ton of things that you can do to actually help maintain the habits that you're doing. Because one of the things you've got to know is that you started these habits for a reason. You tried to change your life for a reason. I know that you might be right now thinking, "Ah, you know, I'm not really enjoying the habits anymore, I don't feel they're benefiting me. But you wouldn't have started them for no other reason than just, I'm just going to start new habits for no goddamn reason. You started them to improve your life, and that's what you're wanting to continue to do. You may have just got to a point where you've plateaued, and now it's time to change things up a little bit. One of the other major things that happens once you get to a point of the habits becoming mundane is that they become automatic, so you start to lose focus on the benefits that they're actually providing you. As in, when you are working out and you've done that for the past 150 days in the gym and you've done a routine that you've followed for quite a while it sort of becomes a task where you lose focus on and that means the benefits could drop a little bit if you're not focusing on you know form if you're not focusing on growth or progressive overload and this could also stop you from actually moving forward with the habit at all because as you've allowed it to become automatic you've allowed your brain to think that this is just normal So the benefits that you're actually seeing isn't going to be as drastic as they were when you first originally started. And this can be really hard to take as you have wanted to grow so much and then you're starting to see no real growth. This is purely because you've not spiced up a little bit, you've not changed some things. And this is why some of the things I mentioned before are so beneficial here. To change the time to do it a little bit differently and really hone in on why you've done this from the start. Other things you can do is to keep track of the habit that you've actually done and therefore are able to look back on what you've accomplished so far. One of the things that I started was journaling about, what, 245 days ago now (laughs) we've started journaling and I've never kept journaling for that long. The highest I ever got with journaling was about three days beforehand. And this was all thanks to the 6 Minute Diary. Now, I've talked about the 6 Minute Diary quite a few times, but one of the aspects of it that does really, really well is asks you about all parts of your life each month, and it's to rate them from 0 to 10 and if they're improving or if they're sort of loading. And what I actually found was when I finished my first book and I went on to my second book, my average score had went from, I think it was about 6.5 to 9 in a 6 month period. And this was from all things in life, you know, education, finances, health, mental well-being, physical, all that stuff. It asks you about a variety of things in your life. And I didn't even realise that that had changed so drastically. Because by the time the six months came along and I'd finished the first six-minute diary book it had become automatic to me that I'd lost focus on the benefits that it was actually providing and mental clarity that it was given. Now, granted, there was a lot of other things that I was building at the time. I think at that front, I built seven different habits at the same time for six months, maybe six. There were some more in there, but there was definitely more than six habits I built at the exact same time for six months. And all of those would have played a part. These were things like meditating, journaling, reading, and working out all that sort of stuff so there was there was quite a few of them and although all of them could have been helping me along the way the six minute diary actually showed that my progression had happened subconsciously i knew there had been a change in my life from when i started this and that means i could have looked back on when i started the six minute diary saw that i started this for a reason i started because i wanted to get to the nine and the ten i wanted to live that life and six months later I found myself being there and thinking I'm not moving forward anymore. It's crazy the things that we can actually do when we put our mind to it for prolonged periods of time. But the problem is we don't see why we started it and then continue to analyse the growth that we are seeing and the growth that we are actually showing ourselves and have given ourselves over a very short space of time. If you can, start tracking the habit that you're doing write about what you could maybe do better, what you could improve on, how you can make this habit something that you enjoy a little bit more because there's going to come a time where you think, fuck this, I don't even want to do this anymore, I don't see any growth, I don't see any progression and I'm just not enjoying it the same way and that's only because you've allowed it to become automatic and you're not thinking of new ways to bring that spark back. The final thing that I'm going to talk about today is probably the most beneficial thing I had done when it came to habits becoming stale and that was challenging myself on a new front. Challenging myself on a new thing to learn and to grow off of and for me that was the 75 day challenge by Andy Frisella. Now I am on day 50, maybe day 50 now of the 75 day challenge and I would recommend you looking it up, I won't go in depth with it all as I'll probably do a full episode on it and my thoughts behind it and what you can learn from it, but that was a way of challenging myself on a completely new front whilst also maintaining the habits that I was still building because it involves working out, it involves eating healthier, it involves all that good stuff. So those played a massive role in helping that spark continue because as I said, I've done these habits for over probably 250 days now each and it's quite a lot. So by doing so... I've then been able to create a new spark in my life, I've been able to see that there's a new challenge out there to push me forward and also potentially help other people. People have messaged me and told me they've joined me on this journey so far and that they're really loving the progression that they're seeing and those are all things that can help push you forward again because you see that they're doing it and you know you want to work with them and you know you don't want to let them down and it's a sort of accountability in that front. So if there is anything that you can do to simply challenge yourself in a new front, do it because that's going to be and allow you to actually move forward with the person you want wanting to become. Remember, you started all of this for a reason. You listened to this episode for a reason because maybe you found that you are plateauing in your habits or maybe you found that when you do plateau, you have no idea what to do and you just simply go back to what you were doing before. Hopefully this episode can help you understand that a little bit more and understand maybe some of the psychology behind it and why we actually go back to our poorer habits and don't continue forward even when we've hit that plateau. I really do hope you've been enjoying these episodes as I've been really enjoying to make them and there's a few new ventures that I am in right now and I've been taking a little bit of a step back from everything that I have been posting on social media and that to more so focus on me and more so focus on what I'm enjoying but I really do hope that these are something that you come to and you enjoy and you sit down or listen in your car when you're on your bike anything like that and, and have a good time learning something new for the day. Again, if you'd like to join the Monday Mindset Club, the only email at the start of the week you'd be happy to get, I'd love for you to be a part of that and join the community. Successful people are simply those with successful habits. Brian Tracy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Have a fantastic day.